When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the I Almost Died podcast. What is going on? I am not in my fish tank. I'm not in my aquarium. You're probably freaking out right now. There's chaos in the street. There's panic running everywhere. What? What is this chair? What is this white background? Um, I'm currently traveling. So that is why um, you were seeing this strange, strange background. Um, but today... But today, guess what we're doing? It, well, you don't have to guess. You can see the title. Like, I hate when YouTubers do that. When they're like, you're never going to guess what happens. But it's in the title, so you already know. Shut up. I'm guilty of it, though, because I just did it. Um, Today, I'm reading your guys' near-death stories. So, I've been wanting to do this for a fat minute. Last time we did this was in April. Um, So, I've collected a good a good chunk of stories for you guys. I'm feeling very excited, very scared to see how you guys almost died because um I love y'all and I don't want you all to almost die. So we're going to get into it. Sorry, I I had to like do a fart in the microphone cuz I for a second thought that I wasn't recording through this microphone. I also was realizing the other day how some people re- like some of my friends have full on production studios and people filming their podcast y'all it is just me sitting in in a room in front of a green screen or a white wall and my glorious producer daniel who edits it for me it that that's all it is mama no smoke and mirrors very raw very natural very this is a organic vegan podcast you don't see many of those anymore anyways (laughs) um I bit my cheek, by the way, so if I just start crying out of pain, um, that's, like, what's going on. Feeling very not good. Feeling very much cheek-hurting realness. So, anyways, let's begin. Okay, so, um, this first one is from Aisha Loves Ben at Rajhi underscore Aisha. Hey, how you doing? Okay, part one. Hey, bestie. So here's me submitting one of my multiple near-death experiences. So when I was, I think, four, it was also the time I was an only child. So my mom, dad, and me were eating. And of course, both of them finished their food before me. So I was super impatient back then. Still am. Have the patience of a two-year-old. And I was like, eating food is so boring. How can I make this go faster? So I came up with the idea (laughs) of swallowing the cucumbers and skipping the chewing part. (laughs) life hack why chew your food when you can just swallow a entire cucumber hole don't come for me i was a baby okay sorry sorry aisha i'm sorry 
Uh, so I took a huge slice of cucumber and straight up swallowed it. We all know what's going to happen next. So of course, I start choking on it and I go to my mom struggling to breathe properly. She panicked and tried taking it out, but she failed. So where I live, we can't drink tap water. So instead, we have huge bottles of water and a water machine thing. So she takes the big bottle and shoves it in my face to make me drink it. I was drowning, please. But eventually, the cucumber went down. You didn't cough that thing up. You just, uh, okay. When the cucumber went down, my dad was standing there all the time, like standing person emoji. He then said, did it go down? <laughs> Thanks, dad. I almost died. Then I had a fear of cucumbers. So I was like nine. Anyways, that was one of my near-death experiences. Hope you enjoyed. Love you, Ben. And I almost died. Well, Aisha, thank you so much for sharing your story. <laughs> I was like one of those kids who I literally struggled with like chewing which really doesn't sound like a struggle, really should not be a struggle because every human does it. But like, <laughs> I really, um, I would always like eat way too fast and then give myself the biggest heartburn or like stomach ache. Like, I don't know why, but like, I never had that switch in my brain as a kid to like signify that I was full or hungry. So I would like, I was a little bit of a chunky kid and I would like eat a whole bag of like, cheese it and feel nothing i'd be like let's move on to the next one baby that was just the appetizer where's the entree so i kind of feel you on that but i've never choked i don't think i'm i'm a registered lifeguard so um believe it or not if if i choke i know how to i know how to save myself okay um oh i was gonna read this one but the first tweet is deleted well looks like that's not happening okay this one's from Asmita Baumik. Baumik. I'm so sorry if I said your name wrong. Um, hi, people. A short story for hashtag I almost died podcast. Part one. So I was in like first grade, didn't know how to swim, but still went on the deep side of the pool because I was an idiot. I was holding onto the railings to stay afloat there, and suddenly my hand slipped off and I started drowning. I remember being scared and confused for a second. Then while going in, I literally didn't feel anything. I don't know how, but my aunt pulled me with my hair when she saw it, it was the only part above water my mom started crying and everyone was quite scared anyways love you ben <laughs> what are the what are the odds that is the story after i mention that i'm a lifeguard could have been there to save you but rip okay um this one's from bailey kate at garnet gal underscore hashtag i must start podcast i was in the car with my mom and she needed gas so we pulled into a mcdonald's gas station <gasps> did you get the bts meal y'all i really wish mcdonald's had vegan nuggets so i could get the bts meal i can't get it the amount of people are like get the bts meal i can't get it there's nothing i can eat in that i could eat the fries but i'm not gonna order chicken to throw away the chicken that's silly anyways um speaking of chicken nuggets my mom who lives in canada just randomly texted me the other day, she's like, you need to go back to L.A. I need Chick-fil-A sauce. Like, out of the blue. That's just what my mom asked of me. So, anyways. um, This guy swerved off the road and hit the flagpole at the gas station with his car. It was so tall, it could have crushed the gas pumps and I could have been blown up. Part 2. The flagpole fell on top of his car. It turns out he had a prosthetic leg and it got stuck under his dashboard. <gasps> He couldn't get his foot off the gas. Right after it happened, my mom just drove away. <laughs> Bruh, she didn't want to be there, and I was so scared. Neither did I. Uh, I'm going to be honest. If I, like, got in an accident and, like, 
broke something or did something super embarrassing like that, I think I would have to drive away. And I know that's illegal, but I can't imagine you crash into like a parked car or something or you smash into like a 7-Eleven and you just stay there. You're just sitting next to your car while the police come. That is so embarrassing. I literally could not do it. I think I'd have to hit and run. I'm so sorry. But I don't. Th- I'd have to hit and run. That's so embarrassing. Now, obviously, if, if it was a person, I'd be like, oh. And then I started doing my lifeguard skills and do CPR or something. But imagine. Imagine just sitting there while the police come. And people are, like, driving by eating their 7-Eleven taquitos and they're just looking at you after you crashed into the 7-Eleven. You're just like, hey, uh-uh, I'd have to drive away. I'm so sorry. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Let's see. This one is for, oh, this is a good chunky story. This one is from Ben underscore softy. Hey, how you doing? This is my story for the I Almost Odd podcast. So basically it was 10 minutes into my first class and the principal announced that we were having a fire drill. So I was like, okay, then we went outside. Usually in a fire drill, we stay outside for like 10 minutes max. So we were still outside out and about, about an half an hour pass and everyone is wondering what's going on. It was also fall time when this happened. So it was not warm and it also eventually started pouring on us. I text my friend to see if she knows what's happening. And my best friend texts me back saying she overheard someone saying that there was a B-O-M. Hmm. I'm having trouble hearing you. <laughs> what? First of all, my Siri has never sounded like that. Second of all, did not talk to her. Anyways, there was a B-O-M-B threat at her school. At this point, I was freaking out. We were still just waiting outside because the teachers just wanted to play this out as if it was a fire drill to not worry students. After like an hour of being in the rain, they allow us to go inside the gym. In my mind, I'm like, why are we going into the school that could potentially have a BOMB in it? But anyways, I met up with my best friend and we were just waiting for any teachers to give us directions. After waiting in the gym for almost an hour, not really knowing exactly what's going on, the principal finally announced that there was a threat in our school and that we're ending school early. So then after that, my grandparents picked me up and we left. So yeah, I kind of felt like I was going to die because they made us stay in the building for more than an hour with a potential BOMB in it. Till this day, they never said if they found the bomb. So yeah. P.S. I love you, Ben. Thanks for putting a smile on my face. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the story. That is kind of ridiculous. I feel like... I never felt safe in my school. I always felt like there was going to be something like that that would happen. Like, my school is very busted. And we had threats like that before. And, like, we had to get evacuated. But, like, the way they would evacuate us was, like, so non-urgent. I'm like, this mama could blow at any moment. And they'd be like, okay, everyone, single file. Everyone, single file, stick with your class. It's like, can we just get out? Can we just leave, please? Like, <laughs> What? Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Okay, so this one is from at max four nine zero four three eight five three. Okay, so this one is for the hashtag I am a side podcast. So this was about four or five years ago. So during summer that year, I was up north for vacation as every year. I remember going tubing, you know, like the boat, 
behind the boat and you kind of just ride the waves i guess you can either go fast or slow so i wanted to go fast because i'm a daredevil so i was in the middle of the tube and my cousins were on the sides we hit a huge wave and my cousins went off the sides and i went under like the tube it felt like i was under there for an hour before they picked me up picked me back up to ride back to the cabins i never went on that thing again until like two years ago fell off once because I'm a strong human. I also have another one, which is like very blurry in my mind, if that makes sense. This was like nine years ago when I was little, little, I was on the teacup ride and I wasn't, wait, shut up. I wasn't really securely strapped in. So like half my body went back and like, it was like an air ride too. So double the trouble. Hold up. There was literally a teacup ride at like my school's fair Y'all, Siri just activated again for no reason. There was a teacup ride at my um my city's fair. I don't know why I said school. And it literally fell apart and like paralyzed someone. It was a few years back, but it was crazy. Like, okay, so if you've ever been on a teacup ride, it's like six little balls that you can sit in. I'm explaining this terribly. And there's like a, a thing in the middle that you can turn. It's almost like a table and you like turn it and then it like makes you spin. And this person literally spun their thing off the hinge and it rolled away and like paralyzed them. Anyways, imagine, imagine that was Max on that. That's crazy. Anyways, uh, okay. This one is from at underscore frogs are cool. Hashtag I am a side podcast. When I was in fourth grade, my teacher was making us watch this movie that I had already seen three times. So I was fidgeting around with a pen and decided to put it in my mouth and suck on it to see if it was one of those pens that has a hole in the middle so you can breathe if it got stuck in your throat. Turns out it wasn't one of those at all, but I kept my mouth anyways. And the next thing you know, there was ink in my mouth, a lot of it. So for the remainder of the movie, I had to sprint back and forth from the bathroom. (laughs) The story just ends there. There's no tweet after that. (laughs) I'm assuming you had to sprint back and forth from the bathroom because you were sharding. I don't know. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) Well, moral of the story don't drink pen ink i would say i would say i would say anyways um okay let's see let's see um this one's from at ben's kiwi how's it going okay um hashtag i must have podcast one time when i was like 10 or 11 i was at my mom's friend's house for a dinner party and the other kids and i were outside in the backyard playing This neighborhood only had apartments and townhouses, so there weren't any fences separating everyone's backyards. It was kind of just one big field. Of course, we ran off far from the house without our parents knowing and decided to be funny to go ding-dong ditch other people. It was around 7 p.m., so it was starting to get dark out, and as we were... As we were about to ding-dong ditch the next house, everyone stopped what they were doing and went quiet out of nowhere. I swear it was something out of a movie. Bye. I was a goody two-shoes and didn't participate in the ding-dong ditching, so I was standing a few meters away watching them. I was also dumb, so I had literally no clue why they all went silent and were looking my direction. Then, before I could ask what the frick was going on, the entire group starts running and screaming, and I'm just standing there like, bruh, y'all really just left me in for what? They were so far ahead at this point, and I chased after them. When I finally caught up, we all went back to the house and brought. They didn't tell me until months later why they ran, because they didn't want to scare me. (gasps) But apparently there was a guy dressed up in all black standing right behind me. And when they saw him, he started walking towards me. (laughs) Uh Uh-uh. My friends really left me for dead. I felt so neglected. I genuinely don't know why Manson kidnapped me. I was standing there with no thoughts in my brain for like 30 seconds. Anyways, 
there was a shooting in that neighborhood not too long after. Okay, that's all. I love you. What? That like actually has me spooked. That's so scary. Are you kidding? <laughs> uh-uh. That's so scary. I used to be so scared of like getting kidnapped as a kid. So anyways, we'll get into more stories after this quick break. Okay, this is very scary. Okay, this one comes from at fish underscore fillet underscore. I don't know if this really counts, but when I was like eight or nine, I was in the midst of my very fun hospital experience. So I was supposed to have neck surgery with his doctor who gave me really weird vibes right off the bat. And he seemed kind of unprofessional and weird. He drugged me with some weird stuff. I can't remember what it was for no reason. Like I wasn't in pain at the time, but he really dosed me up. A little background info. I had a pocket of stuff in my neck swelling to the size of a baseball. <gasps> then he started explaining minor trigger warning needles that he wanted to take a needle and just pop it eight-year-old me was no medical expert but i'm pretty sure you can't just pop it and plus it already seemed like a risky surgery since it's in my neck since i was feeling real good from whatever bessie had given me i i said i agreed with it when he asked me if it was okay but then mis padres arrived and canceled thankfully the doctor seemed sketchy to them too bruh that is really scary. I'm glad your parents saved you. I have kind of like a story about that. So my teeth are kind of crooked on the bottom. And I literally have not gotten braces or Invisalign for one reason. And the reason is this. So there's this one, like, there wasn't very many orthodontist places in, like, the town that I grew up in. Because uh, it was kind of small. So we were going to this one that was, like, in a mall. And... First of all, the orthodontist was, like, I think just pure stupid. Like, I went in for, like, a little consultation. He, like, checked my teeth, the whole thing. And he was, like, yeah, so you're going to have to have um, braces for five years and then a retainer for the rest of your life. And I was, like, so what we're not going to do is that. Mm -mm, absolutely not. So <laughs> I was, like, very sketched out. But, like, my mom was, like kind of wanting to do it still she's like no it's better now than never like come on we're like this is like the only place in town like we're, we're you're gonna get it and i was like freaking out i was like no uh-uh i'm not doing i know so i was like frantically looking for like an excuse to not get it and i checked the yelp reviews for this place and there was literally people leaving reviews saying that he would like ew this is really scary um i guess trigger warning um drugging um anyways he would like people would wake up feeling like very different as if they had been like touched like really disgusting i don't want to get into like some of the reviews i read but i was sitting there in the chair for this orthodontist place and i'm like mother read this review please and we were out of there we were gone we were gone like the wind it was so scary uh-uh and so anyways now i'm scared to get braces because i feel like that's gonna happen anyways this next one is from at grace 332-518-40 hashtag almost on podcast okay so i was with some friends at this dude's farm in the middle of nowhere farm is huge with several abandoned buildings and we saw this old house. So this dude we were with breaks into the house and finds an axe. This idiot took the axe and thought it would be funny to chase us with it. I swear to God, this dude was swinging the axe like a maniac. Ugh. 
So anyways, we approached this building that was kind of like an empty barn. The two other guys with me managed to climb up onto the building and hide on top of it. Once they got up there, they kicked the chair from underneath the rim so nobody could follow. Thanks, guys. So I finally climbed up into the rafters of the building. Then the dude who was chasing us jumped out of the bushes, swinging the axe like crazy. He then started to chop up chairs inside the building. I tried to move farther away from him, but I stepped on a loose bit of wood and it made a creaky noise. He turned around, stared at me, raised the axe and smiled. At this point, I was actually freaked out and I started begging him not to throw it. Oh my God. Again, he thought it'd be funny or something. This dude starts walking towards the spot where I was swinging the axe while I tried to climb further up into the building. I was freaking out and telling him to stop and eventually he did. But then... The look on his face when he was holding the axe will forever freak me out. Sorry if there's any spelling or grammar mistakes. It's pretty late here. It's been a couple of years now, and he did not turn out well. Oh my god, y'all have some crazy stories. Like actually, actually insane. I'm so glad you got away from him. Holy smokes! Holy moly! Donut shop. Sorry, that TikTok audio stuck in my head. Anyways, anyways, um. Okay, this next one is from Lily is me, duh. Hashtag I almost had podcast. Hey, bestie, here's my near-death experience, part one. Spacey was summer, and me and my older brother and younger sister were on the trampoline in our backyard. It was a normal day like any other, but I can't tell you yet. Don't get excited. Okay. <laughs> part two, we were playing this thing called popcorn where one of us sat in the middle and the other jump up and down, so we pop it. So we pop it. Oh, I love playing that. Um, it was fun back then. So it was my turn to be popped. And when I got shot in the air, I came down and broke my leg. My siblings didn't know what to do. So they went inside and got water for me. Then my mom got to help while I was sitting there in pain. So when my mom, mom ugh, I can't speak. Sorry. So when my mom came out. She for real said, come over her, come over here, like walk to me. I can't walk, mom. So anyways, I crawled over to her and she carried me inside while I was sitting there. She didn't even take me to the hospital. Wow. But yeah, I couldn't walk for a while. And this was in third grade and I'm in seventh now. Sorry. You're, you never got that fixed. You you broke your leg and you never got Well, I hope. I hope your leg is better now. That is very questionable. Um. Anyways, <laughs> this next one is from at um, at Masar six. Remember that time I was kidnapped in Jamaica. <laughs> what? Remember that time I was kidnapped in Jamaica, brought to a heroin den, nicely offered handmade bracelets, then had to pay to get back to the hotel. Who needs more details? Is there another tweet? <laughs> yeah, that's the tweet. That's the whole tweet. Anyways, well. I'm assuming you're safe now that you're you you're replying on or uh, tweeting me on Twitter. So I'm really glad you're okay. Oh my lord, y'all, this is intense. Okay, next one is from Kale at Breakfast with C A One. Okay, so me and my friend were on her golf cart in an empty field at night. This was when I was like 12, and her dad was driving it while we were in the back seat. Well, they started driving fast and stuff, but then they let my seven-year-old brother drive. Well, we weren't paying attention and we were goofing off and didn't realize he was going fast. And then my best friend fell off. She flew. And then my sister, who was also back there, fell off. They rolled on their butts because the gravity and fast-moving car did not allow them to land on their feet. 
<laughs> the way you worded that is so funny. And I should know because I fell off after them chasing after my friend who actually hurt her arm. It was just twisted and was crying. She ran as fast as she could, not stopping to even catch a breath. And then finally, she went so far that we didn't even know where we were. The boys were still driving the golf cart, thinking we were still all on it. What the hell? Eventually, we ran back to... So we were worried... Oh, eventually we ran back to where we were, entered the field, and just waited for them to come back. And then, once we already, once we were already on the cart again, we heard police cars and were approached by two policemen. The policemen had been given a report of some idiots running over geese and doing donuts, which was not true. It was a Karen. Luckily, they understood we were just having fun and weren't fined. But my friend was freaking out that we were pulled over. We then left and went home and had a sleepover at my house because she was so mad at her dad. She didn't even want to look at him. The end. So this was such a long story. I just remember this happened. We were still friends, by the way. Oh, my God. That is so funny. Imagine getting pulled over and you're on a golf cart. You're just like, (laughs) just did donuts in a golf cart. They're really fun to drive, though. Like, I don't blame you. I my dad used to like let me drive the golf cart. So whenever we go golfing, I would whip that thing. And it was so fun. And it was definitely illegal, but it was so fun. Okay, next, uh, next, next, next one is from at Frog World One. Um, okay, I kind of didn't almost die, but whatever. It was nice and calm afternoon, and my, it was a y'all. Why can I not speak today? It was nice and calm afternoon in my neighborhood when I was walking down my street in sweatpants and a crusty shirt. By the way, I lived in a kind of small neighborhood, but it was surrounded by crackheads on drugs. Look at part two. So I was just strolling down the street when I see like 10 fire trucks and ambulances zooming right in front of me. And of course I was scared because I was like a grub seven year old. So I kind of tried to see what was happening. And I just see this like 40 foot tall fire. So yeah, this fire was huge, but I couldn't feel the heat because it was like maybe 50 meters away from me. But that smoke was real. I ran back home a little scared and I said a prayer because I was a house on fire. Well, fair enough. I used to, oh my gosh, back when I was like full-on Christian, I used to like pray after like anything that stressed me out. I would see like the slightest thing that was scary and I would like have to like sit down and pray. I'd be like, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I'm not even kidding. That's a story for another time though. Anyways, (laughs) this one is from Stray Loves Ben. Hey, what's up? Okay. So back when I was seven, I was by myself at home while my mom was at work. When she came back, she came with a plastic Poland Springs water bottle that's so specific, but instead of water in it, she put dish soap. My nut brain thought it was juice and almost drank half of it. I screamed so darn loud, so mom had to quickly grab milk and force me to drink it quickly. <laughs> Lesson, ask before you take something that doesn't belong to you. What, what does milk do in that situation? Would that like make you like throw up? Or like what? Huh? You didn't even mention if it if it made you throw up. Just just drank milk and swallowed the the, the dish soap. Okay, this next one is from Caitlin four three seven eight eight three five one for the hashtag Amazon podcast. Once me and my family were going to the Sea to Sky Gondola in Vancouver. <gasps> That's where I am right now. Anyways, and when we were driving there, we saw the sign that said it was closed. And we were like, huh, that's weird. We kept driving as my mom checked her phone to see if it was actually closed. And not only was it closed, (gasps) shut up, but the whole gondola had completely fell. And before that, we were driving there. I was telling my family, we're going to crash. And um, yeah, that 
is insane because I literally was just reading this thing because I was thinking that I wanted to go on the Sea to Sky gondola, but I, after I read this article, I was like, no. It said that they have this person that lives in the town where this gondola is who is like going up to the like the cable and cutting this gondola cable so they all come crashing down, like destroying all the gondolas and like putting out a commission for like months. And they think it's because like this gondola has like so many tourists coming and it used to be like kind of like a working class like town or like neighborhood that this is in. So it's like they think like maybe it's like one of them getting revenge trying to like stop these tourists. But that's crazy. Like imagine cutting the cable to a gondola and they all just like, bruh. Anyways, I'm not going on it because I'm scared of that. So, anywho, anywho, anywho. Uh, we're going to do one more. We have, like, enough for... Yeah, okay. Here's one just in case. Um, oh, this is another one from Fish Filet. Hello. Um, when I was 10, I went to Peru and got such bad height sickness that my legs stopped working. Like, I just couldn't move them. I'm 100%... I'm not 100% sure it was from height sickness, but either way, they just wouldn't move at all. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't even know height, sick height sickness existed. So, that's scary. I remind me to never climb a mountain. Not that I was going to do that anyways. Okay, I think this will be the last one. Hey, Ben. So, I went to ride go-karts with my friend's family. A couple hours passed by until my friend's cousin wants to take me. Long story short, we flipped. We weren't hurt too bad, but if you ride a cart, go easy on the edges funny you should bring that up because um i just go golf golf karting go karting quite a bit like with my dad and one time we were like at our typical um oh my god i have the hiccups today what is going on <gasps> we were at our go-kart place and i literally see this girl fly off the track and she's like going out of control i don't know if her her like gas pedal got stuck or she couldn't reach the brakes or something but she flies through this chain link fence. Like, it explodes on her car and, like, scratches her up. And then she, like, crashes into this hill. And, like, oh, not me laughing. Anyway, it was funny. I'm so sorry. It was really funny to watch. But anyways, um, the ambulance had to come. I'm, I'm sure she was fine. But, bruh, that was a sight to see. I was like, girl, <laughs> So, I'm kind of scared of go-karts. They're kind of scary. They smell like they're going to explode. Like, go-karts literally smell like danger. I don't know how to describe it other than they smell like danger. Anyways, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for watching. If you want to send me your own near-death experiences, use the hashtag IAlmostDiedPodcast on Twitter. Make sure you follow me on Twitter. That is Ben of the Week. Follow me on YouTube, Instagram. That's all Ben of the Week. Uh, thank you for 500k on Instagram, by the way crazy and 1.4 million on my youtube channel anyways i love you so much i'll see you next wednesday and sunday on my youtube channel take care better the week it's Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. 
exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.